0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 986, How to Deliver a Speech Like Michelle Obama.
1: And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Do you have a presentation or speech coming up soon? In today's episode, we'll review top tips from Michelle Obama's speechwriter. We'll show you which ones will help you become a better public speaker in English. Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D.com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey, not bad, Michelle. I've come down with a little bit of a head cold and I have a vacation that I'm going on in just a couple of days. So I'm thinking, whoa, I got to get better.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, I hope you feel better, Lindsay.
1: Yeah, thank you. But you know, podcasting always makes me feel better. So I'm sure I will.
0: (laughs) That's good. Do you have any tips or like, what do you do to try and feel better when you...
1: Well, I've started taking this stuff called emergency, which is just this powder that you're supposed to take it more when you feel something coming on, like the day before or something. But, like, I was a little late to start taking it, but now I'm just downing it. I'm downing it, like, five times a day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Well, good luck with that. Well, I guess that was a uh, plug for emergency.
1: Yeah. I'm just, like, (laughs) filling, like, inundating my body with vitamin C. That's what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck. I hope you feel better for sure. Thanks. (laughs) Um. So, I have a question for you. All right. I'm ready. Have you ever heard that people are actually... There's like a percentage of people who are more afraid of public speaking than they are of death.
1: Yes, I've heard that. Now, is that just in the US or is that a
0: worldwide international
1: statistic? I have, statistic? I you
0: have know? no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, I've heard it. I'm not sure from where I feel like I want to look into it because it's so, I mean, I've definitely heard that a ton of times. Yeah, um, me too. But yeah, I mean, it's such a huge fear. And I see that. I see that with my students that people are very afraid of public speaking. Are you afraid of public speaking, Lindsay? I am when I'm, when
1: I don't know the material that well and when I'm not mm-hmm. super passionate. If I'm really passionate about the topic, then I feel like that can transcend my, my fear, my anxiety a little bit. I can get up there and I can just speak straight from the heart. But when I'm kind of like, you know, neutral about what I'm
0: saying, I don't know it very well. Then yeah, I would get really nervous. Right, right, right. I'm one of those strange people that actually gets a kick out of public speaking (laughs) that's awesome i think because i studied theater and like you know like i i I have a good time like i think i it's (laughs) not that i don't get nervous and i always get very quiet when i get nervous Mm -hmm. like very quiet before a speech or something like that but i think also teaching and all these things it's just kind of like throwing myself out there yeah no that's great though that's so good (laughs) michelle Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, but people definitely have a, fears public speaking it's very understandable. So, um, we have this great article. It's from bustle.com and it's uh by Iman Har- Hariri Kia and it was from about mid-June. Um and I thought that this could be a really good thing to talk about today. Um so the the title is How to Overcome Your Fear of Public of Public of Public Speaking According yeah. to Michelle Obama's Speechwriter. Mm, okay interesting. so what do you think about michelle obama's public well, speaking skills yeah i mean i i i know she's a great speaker i mean
1: she's also very very smart she yeah. is a lawyer i think i think you know did you ever see that movie about how michelle and and um, michelle obama and barack obama met i think they no. met in chicago when oh they no i did you saw it a, yeah like it's a oh, great I movie watch it. oh well like they yeah. met um in chicago when she was a law in a law firm and he just came in as like a, an intern or like an entry level person oh. and, and and she was quite far above him and he was kind of Pestering her for a date and all this stuff. But yeah, I mean, the two of them, both of them really have great public speaking skills and an amazing professional presence. Absolutely. And I'm excited actually that we're talking about Michelle Obama today. Yeah. The typical would be to talk about Barack Obama and that's
0: great. He's great. But let's talk about Michelle. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, uh, besides for uh, sharing a name with her, I, love michelle obama and i and i always have um Mm -hmm. i think she's just so elegant and just like a really just really someone that um people can look up to and i love her public speaking skills she really is very inspiring i think yeah i
1: agree let's get into it i mean so she has a speech rater or had one maybe still has one um and in this article, we're going to like share some highlights and then comment on them, what we
0: think. Definitely, definitely. So we're not going to, it has a ton of tips and we'll give you guys the link. So this is by uh Sarah Hurwitz. This is, okay. I mean, this is her speechwriter's name. And she was giving tips um, at the 2018 Teen Vogue Summit, it looks like. So these are more about you know, how to improve your public speaking skills, how to be a better public speaker. But I think that this goes into the fear, right, about just if you're, Better at it, you're yeah. not going to be as, 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 you know, scared. So, we're going to go through some of the tips that I thought were the best. And, like I said, we'll give you the links. And hopefully, you know, as, as you continue to improve, that fear will go down a little bit. Definitely. So
1: I think our listeners are going to be ready for this because I'm sure you, some of you guys are having to give speeches in English and it's terrifying. I mean, when you bring it into your, your non native language, your second language, that's really scary, but we're going to help you guys out today. Yes. 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 Okay. Great. So, uh, Lindsay, what is the first tip that we're going to? Okay. Talk about? So the first tip from Sarah is right to be heard, not read.
0: Mm, right to be heard not read. So this one, it makes me think of being in class because I think it's really easy to focus on writing out a speech word for word and thinking of it as more of Mm -hmm. writing a paper, right? So they talk about how like you can get stuck, right? If you're going to write for someone to read it, you're going to be thinking about grammar and punctuation. and, And it talks about here... How writing and speaking are different. So you, you should be writing with the idea that you are speaking and not oh, yeah. that someone is just going to read this. And I think it's important to remember that. And I've had this with students a lot where, where people are so focused on, you know, all the nitty gritty of, you know, the writing and it's, it's not going to sound the same as if you're writing to speak something. What do you think, Lindsay?
1: Oh, yeah, Michelle, I think you're right. I mean, we've all been in the room when someone is giving a speech and it's stiff and it literally has the tone of reading a book. Right, right. (laughs) And it's, it's painful, you know, it's painful for the audience. It's painful for the presenter. It's just not the way you want to go. I mean, who's going to read your notes? No one but you, right? The, right? This is a speech. So we're focusing on verbal expression, not right. writing everything out correctly, and then reading it back as if you were reading a book or a reading a novel or something.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, I mean, for my students, I, I always say it's like kind of my, I don't know why I always say this to students, uh, that with their speeches, when they're practicing, if it's, if it's a speaking class that I'm teaching, I want to grade your speeching. your, your speaking. Oh my God. What is wrong with me today? Oh, uh, you're speaking. <laughs> I don't, I'm not right. looking to grade your writing, right? I want to hear how your speaking is, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I personally think that it's good to use bullet points, like so as not to sound robotic. And also you have to practice to sound natural. Mm hmm. Totally. Yeah. That, that's a big
1: piece of it, right? It's practicing because. Uh it's going to be impossible to sound natural as a spoken speech if you're not practicing.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's so true. So, um yeah, I think I think that this is a really good tip. What's the next one, Lindsay? Okay, so she says, "Think about what you want the people to leave the room knowing. Yeah, Mm. it's like, what's the point, right? What's the point? That's the only thing that matters. Right, yeah, I love this one because, you know, basically it talks about how you have to keep your focus on the main takeaways, right? So your Mm -hmm. audience leaves knowing what they listen to and why. And then if you if you keep these in mind, it's going to shape the way you write your speech. And that's the same way for me for teaching. You know, I always had to think, well, what do I want my students to know by the end of class? And Lindsay, what do you think about this for how we plan our episodes? For sure.
1: I mean, you guys know that we always have a takeaway. We usually yeah. have a takeaway. And we try to make that very clear. We go back and we think, okay, what is the one thing or two things that we want to come away with? All the rest is details. But what do we want? What kind of impact do we want to make on you guys? Right? What, what mm. do we want you to feel or know or understand to connect better?
0: Right, right. Exactly. Because if you leave thinking like, what did I just listen to? Like, We haven't really done you, you know, any service, service. right? Yeah, exactly, Michelle. Right, right, exactly. So I think this is really important for when you're planning a speech. Yeah, that just to keep these things in mind, because that's going to keep your audience listening more when they're thinking, oh, I really want to know, like, you know, I I, want to get to the main idea, I want to get to the takeaways. Hey guys, we hope that you are
1: loving the All Ears English podcast. And if you are taking the IELTS exam, you can go even deeper into building those IELTS skills with our IELTS Energy podcast. Go into the iTunes store or Stitcher app or however you get your podcast and search for IELTS Energy podcast and hit subscribe. We'll give you the tips you need to get your seven or higher. See you there.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay, cool. What's next? All right. Now we had a couple that were kind of similar that I liked. One is uh, talk like a human being and use your <laughs> own voice. Okay. So this kind of talks a li- is a little bit about the writing. Um, But it says, you know, basically, you know, try and be yourself. Don't be like too flowery with your language or formal. And I mm-hmm. hate to bring this up, but mm-hmm. it makes mm-hmm. me think of Donald Trump. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And not that that's a good thing, but, um, <laughs> a lot of Trump supporters say that they like the way he talks because it's not like a politician. I mean,
1: he's a branding professional, right? He's a marketing professional. That's kind of what he does, what he's always done, right? So in that sense, he's very smart. Like He understands how to talk to an audience. That's what politicians, when they succeed, what they do well. I mean, Obama did the same thing in some ways, but he elevated the conversation a lot more, right? Yeah. Um, but he connected with his audience. But I think Trump especially really uses specific language that triggers that base. A very right. specific kind of person, oh, for sure. um, but so, that's another topic, but yeah.
0: yeah, I'm not saying that you should uh, try and speak like Donald Trump, actually, quite the opposite, yeah, but, um <laughs> because that's really gonna not sound good. but, um, I think though that yeah he he is certainly not too formal (laughs) and uh you know so just you know keeping it in mind that you don't want to sound robotic that you don't want to sound like you're you know you you want to it also depends on the audience of course to keep that in mind is this really formal then of course you're going to up it up you're going to like increase you know the well, you're going to change your language for that right
1: Yeah, like, it actually makes me think, I even remember Obama when he was speaking, when he spoke in the South, I think I Mm -hmm. remember he would, like, trail off by dropping his the ing like Mm. come in like i'd hear like instead of coming here coming here coming here Mm -hmm. like i would hear that sometimes and i think wow like where is he speaking like what what is he doing he's trying to sound like a local person a little bit right um did you ever notice that in his speeches yeah
0: i guess so you know i I should i love the way he speaks so i should listen to some old ones but it also makes me think of the word folks that politicians yeah. always use this word folks, which I hate because, you know, I hear it all the time. But yeah. they do it to try and connect with like the average person. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, wow. There's a lot here. I mean, there's a bunch of episodes
1: we could do. Oh, we could take yeah. this in a bunch of different directions. But I think for this point, I mean, using your own voice, right? Yeah. So it's your so, voice. Yes, that's the key. Yeah. What is your voice? I mean, politicians have to change their voice based on who, where they are. Are they in the American South? Are they in the Northeast? Different right. group of people, right? But you want to be authentic. I mean, we use our own voices on this show quite a, quite a bit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, that that's, you know, hopefully that's effective. And, you know, yeah. it makes, you know, definitely connects us to our, uh, to our audience because they were, they realize that we're real people, you know? Exactly. You got it, Michelle. Okay. And the last two, I, I I really I think these ones are kind of cool and unique. Um, what is this next one, Lindsay? So she says, utilize the top half of the page only. What the heck does that mean? What Okay. This is really <laughs> so cool, confused. and I never thought about this. Um, so this Hurwitz, she says, to only write on the top half or the top two thirds, so that you don't because if you If you only write on the top, if you write like all the way to the bottom of the page, you're going to have to bend your neck more Mm. to look down at the bottom of the page. And if you look down, it makes it harder for people to see your face and it's harder for you to speak. So you're
1: talking about here, Michelle, we're standing at a podium. Right mm-hmm. with a page down on the podium, mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Or
0: I mean, I guess if you're using index cards, or I mean, that's a little bit different. But if you are using a piece of paper, I'm not sure what she would say in that situation. But basically, just try not to. If you were reading something, try and you know make it so that you're as comfortable as possible. I guess that's the main part. Oh, very. So people interesting. can see you.
1: Yeah. I mean, keeping the head up. There's something about body language. And we've, we've done episodes like Amy Cuddy had a Ted talk that I think we, we talked about on this show actually way back when, um, about the importance of like having the right body language. And that's part of this too, having yeah. your chin up, your shoulders back. Yeah. So whatever you can do to get your body aligned in that direction will actually elevate your voice and make you sound more confident.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. A sound and and look more confident. And yeah, that's, that's part of what, you know, fake it till you make it. That's what we say. Even if you're nervous, if you look, you know, confident and get comfortable in that kind of position with your body, then you're going to give off a different impression than if you're kind of like, you know, looking down and, you know, not making eye contact, that type of thing.
1: Yeah. And, and that's a real hack for our listeners, right? That's a real shortcut because we're not going to be perfect, right? Connection, not perfection. But how does that actually work in a speech? You guys, we know and not everything is going to be perfect in that speech. But the one thing you can control is your body language right. and, and the confidence that you convey
0: despite making all those mistakes. Right, right, right. So, yeah, so that's a little bit of a hack. I mean, you know, I'm not encouraging you to uh, go out and waste a ton of paper, but it might help you in this situation. <laughs> so, okay, we got one more for our listeners, Lindsay. Uh, what's
1: what's this last one? So, Sarah says, you cannot rely on the audience. Mm. Interesting.
0: Hmm. Okay, so yeah. this, I think, is very important, because I think part of the fear is worrying so much about what the audience thinks. And of course… Of course, that's natural, and you want to do a good job, and it's, uh, you know, you have to think about them a little bit, but basically, uh, Horowitz talks about how it's h- really hard to impress an audience, and if you get up there and you don't feel a real connection with the audience, don't worry. Don't like, oh my gosh, it's over, right? Yeah. The key is in that moment to be excited about you know, the topic, to be excited about what you're talking about, uh, have passion, and um, that this will really drive your speech. What do you think, Lindsay?
1: Yeah, I mean, connect with the topic. If the audience doesn't connect with the topic, it may not be about you. It might be about the topic itself, right? They're just not interested. (laughs) Right. And yeah, I mean, I think the best we can do is just show up, try to be strong, connect with the material. And try to engage the audience, but sometimes you can't control other people. You just can't control what they do, right, guys? So don't let that be an automatic indication of how well you did in the speech. It might have a lot more to do with like, okay, what happened that morning to the audience member? Did they like spill their coffee on their lap or something? And then
0: their leg hurts or something? I don't know. Right. You know? Right. So don't (laughs) let that make it like, like Lindsay said, don't make that the whole reason you feel successful or unsuccessful in your speech, and especially while you're making it, you know? Just take the pressure off of yourself. Focus on the content and how you feel about it, right? And you should feel, you know, passionate about what you're talking about. Hopefully, I know it's not always going to be that way, but just focus on the content. It's going to, the rest will follow, right?
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. So, Michelle, what's the
0: takeaway today? What do we want to leave our listeners with? Well, guys, if you, if you want to, if you, if you need to give a speech or you want to give a speech, maybe this is a part of, you know, work for you or whatever it may be, you know, there are a lot of tips on how you can improve. And if you do, if you follow these tips and really practice it and take it to heart, I think that your fear will start to diminish. I mean, it's always going to be there a little bit, I think. But, um, so these tips, so basically I think that, I think that the most important ones basically say to be yourself, be comfortable, um, speak naturally, and take away the pressure. That's what I think, Lindsay. Any other ideas? Yeah.
1: I mean, just if, you're, if you know you're afraid of speaking
0: in public, don't procrastinate until no. the day
1: before, then try to practice. No. Take a proactive role, right? Like it, maybe join Toastmasters. If you know you have yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. speech coming up, let's say in a month, join Toastmasters and actually attack that what you feel is a weakness like actually approach it right with like your shoulders back like that's a good gesture in life right we we have a challenge something we feel we're not good at we're going to get better at it we're not going to shy away and then panic
0: the night before we're going to take it on take on the challenge exactly guys so you know we'll leave you guys the link to this article so you can see all of the tips um Mm -hmm. And yeah, any, any, any final thoughts, Lindsay? Are we good to go? Yeah, I mean, I want
1: to go back and watch some of these speeches by Michelle Obama, Barack Um, Obama. uh, I mean, any, anyone who is a good speaker, also model them, watch them, you know, watch their great speeches.
0: Right. Um, Try and find someone that you connect with and that you want to kind of, yeah, to be your role model for giving speeches. Yeah,
1: so cool. So cool. All right. Well, thanks for bringing in this article today. Very interesting and very useful for our listeners who might be giving any
0: speeches this summer in English. Good oh, luck, guys. Sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening and have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.